Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for a peculiar podcast. In your wildest dreams, you could not imagine the marvelous surprises that await you. Hosted by Pat Cashman. He had a fiery quality on the stage and off the stage, and he was gorgeous to look at. And back by his side, Lisa Foster. She has tattoos, she's cool. She's dangerous. Broadcasters turned rogue podcasters. This <laughs> just a real nice surprise. They're back and on demand. Just press the button. See, you're on. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. Some people without brains do an awful lot of talking, don't they? Yes, I guess you're right. <laughs> Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. Yeehaw! Can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it, yeah. Boy, I hope I can get through this uh, podcast. I got a headache. What's going on? I got hit in the head in an asteroid. You got hit by that asteroid? Yes, what are the chances? No, I don't know. They had those asteroids or or meteorites or whatever it was a few weeks ago. And I think, well, what would be the chances? And then just a few minutes ago, I get hit in the head with one of those suckers. Wow. Yeah. In your shirt, it's an asteroid. I think so. Huh. It could have been a rock. Like well, that's what an asteroid is. Neighbor kid threw, yeah. Right? Yeah, it's yeah a, you got to be careful. It's an toroid thrown by an ass is what it is, and that's the neighborhood kid. So you did not put your tinfoil hat on. No. Or no, wait, the tinfoil hat doesn't uh, protect I you from asteroids, right? Well, you tell me. I don't know No, the tinfoil hat actually really protects you from having your thoughts stolen by the aliens. Yeah. So and that's a, what that's And about. it protects you from having somebody stick your head in a microwave oven, right. too. Right, so you're I right. You could have worn that and still gotten hit in the head. I'm sorry about that. Well, in our last podcast, we ended the podcast talking about this word ejaculation, which has two almost uh, antithetical meanings. One is that is the, the, what you would know would be the... Uh, you don't have to be so careful. It's just podcasts. I know, but I don't even know how to put it. But we know well, what it is. It's a bodily function. It's a bodily function. It's a fluid mainly thing. Mainly yeah. experienced by men, but women have been known to do it as well. That's as far but, as we need But it's also uh, a little short prayer that's designed to produce an effect. In, this, in the case I was talking about, I was told when I was in parochial school that if you say these... Every time you say one of these short prayers... You liberate somebody out of limbo from or purga- purgatory. I think from purgatory, purgatory. Okay. and they go right into heaven. That's so awesome. If you did that all day long, I mean, you'd, you'd be well. How many people are in there? Thousands of people. We would be heading for heaven thanks to you. But they're called ejaculations. They're called ejaculations. Which is what yeah. shocked me, and I didn't believe you as usual because yeah. I'm always thinking you're trying to pull something on me. But it is indeed, and the re- and why would they even use that actual term, knowing? That well, as you can, as you saw in the dictionary, it is a legitimate, legitimate def- definition of uh, still that, not, what not, that is. Still not my first choice. I would just call it a short prayer to get people out of purgatory. Well, I think most people do go that route, uh, <laughs> but back in the day, uh, they—that's what they told us yeah. to call it. All right. Um, but this, uh, speaking of that, um, I always thought that that circumcision. Uh, was a sacrament of the church, but uh, I looked it up. It's not. Circumcision is not. 
Well, yeah, this was a conversation I wanted to have with you a while back because we saw an article back in one of our favorite publications called The Week about whether circumcision is an outdated practice or whatever. And I was actually surprised. I think everybody, I mean, I I was under the impression that it had religious origins, but apparently the origins are actually rather mysterious. Well, the the church, the Catholic Church, celebrates a feast day called the Feast of the Circumcision, and it is built oh, around God. the celebration of Jesus' circumcision, oh, which he God. had in Jewish tradition eight days after he was born. So there is there is a religious sure. and a traditional reason for the circumcision. Right. So and, the way and, I understood it after I researched it, and you're right, the Jews have been doing this for 3,000 years yep. on eight days, and it's called a, a brie. Is that correct? That's a correct. Brie? Yeah. B-R-I-S. Um, so basically, if I'm understanding it... God says to Abraham, look, in order for you, dude, to prove to me that he, we're good. He called him dude? If we're good, yeah. here's what you're going to do for me. I'll do anything, anything, and anything gonna, at all. You're gonna, you name it, Lord, I'm going to do it. What is it that you want me to do? You're going to take that uh, part it, of your body, and you're going to cut the foreskin off of it. Okay, I'll do anything else, but... Uh, and but th- I'm sorry, but that... Where did you come up with that one, Lord, I don't know. It just seems... To me, that seems like the ultimate way to prove to me that we're good. Hmm. So that's really what this is about, right? Well... Abraham says, well, man, if that's what he wants me to do, I guess I'm going to have to do that. Yeah, I guess. Uh, Doesn't that sound just a little ridiculous to you? Well... Why would God ask you to pull out your wanker and cut it? <laughs> why? <laughs> Your wanker. Couldn't he find something And the else? Lord said, Pulleth outeth thy wankereth, and hacketh it offeth. <laughs> and why do I have such a lisp if I'm the supreme being? So... No, I... I, I yeah, I, well, when you just put it that way... Well, of course. How else can you put it? It's just, that's yeah. the only... That's the only thing you can read into it. God said unto Abraham, Look, if you're cool with me, this is what you're going to do. And that, then it became a fad. Is that right? Well, I wouldn't call it a fad. A fad. <laughs> well, that might not have been the best choice of words, but yeah, I, I, I yeah. So, but there was also I was always told there was also the thing about it being um, having to do something with cleanliness that it was uh, health benefit. Health benefit uh, by right. not having the, the foreskin, uh, you know, hanging out and uh, things that collect in there and all of that kind of thing. And so, well, that's my only problem with it is this. Well, it's not. I bet you have a lot of problems with it. See, I can't even imagine what that might be like. Well, we don't have to imagine what it can be like because, well, in most cases, they do it to an infant who does not get a vote in the thing. That's what I'm saying. And my deal is, if you want to be circumcised, let let the that person make that choice when they are of age that they can decide. You know, well, here's the benefits of it, and here's the downside of it. You decide. But the argument can be made then that that's just uh, it's you're 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 older. It's difficult for you to actually uh, recover quickly from that. Oh yeah. Um, it's like kids who get their tonsils taken out. You remember I got my tonsils taken out when I was in my thirties. That was really hard to uh, to recover from. So uh, I agree with you. I think it's mutilation. Whether it's for health reasons or not, it's mutilation, and you should probably have a say in it. I also think it's a really difficult way to start your life. Don't you think that some of your um, neuroses might be traced? Well, now I'm some actually, of mine. Well, I don't know because I don't know if you have been, and I don't want to ask, and I don't want you to show me. I just I'm saying, don't you think that? Some- <laughs> 
You don't. You can't bring stuff up if you don't. I'm just going to assume you you have been. Yes, I have. Okay. Yes, I so have. So don't you think maybe Wait a minute, I, at least that's my memory. Let me right, look. Right. Right. Do you think you be? On. Let me look. Yep, I have. Okay, I believe you. Are you done? Did you, yeah. did you put it away? I had to just pull them down. Oh. <laughs> just to look, because we don't have that kind of time on a podcast. Uh, so, yes, don't I, you think that it's rather, I mean, that's kidding. how you start your life. That's yeah, a all, terrible all, way. All kidding aside, it's horrible. It is a horrible, think of that. And uh, they uh, there are some people who say that... Um, when you have circumcision, uh, it causes a lot of pain and trauma to the baby that they actually have a memory of, Ugh. and it can and it can affect your that's what I'm saying your pain um, threshold through the rest of your life. Not to mention your just how you deal with things. Yeah, I would think you would be in a very constant state of pissed offedness because of that. Yeah. Well, I'm not. A, <laughs> I, I wouldn't. Say. I'm just saying you have every right to be pissed off constantly. And, and your reason, if somebody goes, dude, what's your deal? You want to know why? Because I had my wanker wanked on, well, most, whacked on when I was eight days old. Well, okay? most kids my age uh, had that were circumcised because you could tell when you would go to PE or go in the showers or something. And I remember one kid that wasn't circumcised. It was only one kid. And it looks weird, doesn't it? And it looked it? weird to me. And I just, I, you know, I can't be looking at this guy's stuff, but geez, it's so weird. It's so different from everybody else's. Is there something wrong with him? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Why don't they teach that stuff in in, sec, in, in health ed? And um, didn't you have, didn't you have like health sex class or something in the no, fifth grade or no. something? Yes, we did. Yeah. yeah. Why yeah, don't they did. teach that? It was a shock to me yeah. when I saw. Well, maybe they did. I, I don't remember it. I don't. Re- I, I would have totally remembered that. If they had showed me one that was and one that wasn't, believe me, that would have stuck in yeah. my head. Well, I, I grew up in a family that, uh, as I've talked about before, where... Um, I had to learn about sex the good old-fashioned way. From the comic books. Out on the streets. <laughs> and it was seeing two dogs that were stuck oh, together that's... and all of that. And, because my mom would never have explained. Now, let me explain to you what circumcision is. That wasn't your is. mom's. That wasn't your mom's duty. That was your father's duty. Yeah, well, that's part of circumcision is it's tradition. Your your father had it done, therefore right. you should have it done. And, and that is it. It's um, medically... Um, it, it's a medical procedure. They usually do it really soon after you're born, and but they they used to do it right at the hospital. Now I think in many cases, no, you go do you have that done someplace else. We'll oh, deliver really? we'll deliver your baby and do all that stuff. We'll do the circumcision somewhere else. I, I but I don't know. I haven't uh, haven't been around that for a while. But, I'm going to ask you kind of a gross question. But they also say certain sexually transmitted diseases might be harder to pass on. If you are circumcised, well, sure, but so you just need to be clean now. You just need to clean it. Yeah, now who has time for that? Well, unless you have servants. What do they do with it? How big of a piece is it? Um, is it like just a little square inch? Is it a big, well, like the size of a banana peel? What it would is be. It? it would be like a, it looks like. Um, what would I compare it to? Uh, I can't. You don't have to, to really. I just want to know this. No, I mean it would it. vary. It depend, and what do they do with depending it? on the particular? Is sometimes it, it can be. Well, there's. I read a story about one man who never was circumcised, and he says, and I quote, that his 
foreskin was literally strangling his penis. Um, and I can't believe I'm saying that, but that's what wow. he says. And he said, I had, I, I, my foreskin could not be retracted at all. I had trouble urinating and inter, inter, intercourse yeah, was out of the question. Extreme, that's an extreme well, it is, but, case. But, so yeah, you need to go see the, the free person. Yeah. Yeah. So go get that taken care of. But well, I mean, yeah, for the most I mean, part, there is question on whether it's uh, it's a practice that we need to, to do automatically, it, which seems to be what what was happening. It just yeah. automatically happened to all the baby yeah. boys. And now, uh, as from what I'm reading, now more and more, the answer is no. No, we're not going to circumcise our okay, child. But then so that, it's changing. So now, but unfortunately, that leaves the decision up to the parents. And that's a tough one. Do you want your kid growing up to be different? Well, that's what I'm saying. The parents are making the decision Do you want do your this. kid to grow up to be different so when he gets into the locker room... But maybe he won't be different because if more and more parents are saying no to circumcision, then that'll be the norm. Yeah, I don't know what the percentage is. My hunch is that the percentage is still uh, for cutting, higher for cutting than non-cutting. Well, here's what I read recently uh, in an article that I won't bother to go ahead and source because then that would be too responsible. But it seemed like a reasonable uh, piece. And it said increasingly, increasingly, the answer is no. Really? When it's a question about circumcising your newborn baby boy. Yeah. Uh, that it, The word increasingly doesn't mean that the majority of people are saying no, but oh. it, more and more people are beginning to say, let's don't do this. Let's don't do I, this. I probably would say no. How if just for whatever reason, let's say you're going to have a baby right now. Yeah, and you're it's a boy. I would definitely question it now. Okay. Yeah. Well, and I know that I I don't know what does your religion say about it. Your religion has a lot of 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 um, very strict guidelines about birth control and divorce and all these other things. Yeah, I'd Is, say I don't know if it's. Um, do they have a, a line um, or a unknown policy? captain? But okay. I I think so because the Christian. Tradition is really based on uh, much of that sort of thing is based on the Jewish tradition. I mean, right. Jesus was a Jew, right. and so that's why he had was circumcised in the Jewish tradition uh, oh, after eight it. days after he was born. But yeah, it would it, it I, I would I just think that what do I want to put my newborn right. baby? He first of all, it's like he just got pulled through a a, a piece of pipe into the world. Right. And and that that wasn't traumatic enough. From oh, a nice yeah. dark warm spot. Yeah. To for him. oh, like I'll do this to him too. Yeah. 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 I just uh, yeah. Don't know. I I don't think I would definitely if I were having a boy. I'd say no. Let's skip it. I don't want him to be traumatized this early. Even though it's it's odd, you don't remember that consciously. Do yeah, you, you don't remember things subconsciously. No, I I wouldn't. I don't think anybody rem really remembers it. But they do say that. That some doctors say that there is a um, uh, that if it affects your uh, the way that you react to anesthesia, for example. How can that? What does that have to do with it, though? How, well, so in that is respect, it the age is it your age? Yeah, well, it, it, in terms of that, you can remember it. Maybe your brain doesn't remember, so but your body does yeah. somehow. Yeah, I don't know. I got something to tell you, baby. Don't get mad this time. If you want my wiener, you give me ease all up in my mind. Baby, please want my wiener. Oh, want my wiener. Won't you just want my wiener? Cause he really don't feel right cold. From 1935, a guy named Bo Carter singing, Please Warm My Wiener. And I don't mean to put this on the same playing field. It's not, but it's it's like cutting puppies' tails off. 
that really bothers me a lot and your dog's tails got cut off my daisy's tail was chopped off as a puppy and well that we didn't have a dis- we didn't make that decision me. but that's no, the way we I got know. our dogs that yeah. just bothers me it bothers me a lot do you ever think about that that they were they my, had long tails my mother had had my tail cut off when i was born did you know i had a tail Sounds like you had a lot of things cut off. When I you did. I had a tail. Uh, it was uh, kind of a prehensile tail thing that I had sticking out. I couldn't. I couldn't put pants on. I had to have yeah. it cut off. Did it hurt? Yeah. Do you still have a little stub? A little bit. A little bit of a stub. You want to look at no, it? No, I don't. Okay. Want to look at it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I know. But but I think our dogs, these uh, English Springer Spaniels, and your your dog is Cocker. a spaniel. Cocker. They, I think that's what they. They think they show better that way or well, whatever. I know. It, it doesn't matter what the reason is. It just horrifies me that little puppies, you know, you get a big hatchet and there goes his tail. Yeah. And I know it heals and it doesn't hurt her now, but I think of her as a baby puppy. That yeah. has to hurt to have somebody cut your tail off. And when the tail is cut off, does that tail continue, the part that's cut off, does that continue to oh, wig, baby. wag for a while? No, it gets thrown in the trash with mm, the foreskin. That's not right. That's not right. You ever caught a lizard? Yeah, I used to have lizards. I grew up in the Napa Valley when I was a little girl. I used to grab lizards, and you grab and, them by the tail, and the tail will snap off. Yeah. And the tail will keep right on wiggling while the lizard itself runs away from you. And then it will... You'll get it, a, grow a new it'll tail. It'll grow a new tail. So wouldn't it be great if we have... There must... I mean, there must be scientists that are studying that effect in, in lizards, regenerative yeah. tissue. Maybe we can regrow mm. a, a, a bad... If we have a bad heart or we have bad spleen or something maybe we can learn how to regrow but organs. what about the things that you cut off like your tail that you don't want to regrow that would be a bummer if your tail grew back yeah i'd <laughs> want the lizards. choice i would want, i don't want to go through that again yeah uh. you're right about that Well, let's move on uh, yeah. from that, thankfully. Um, but you were telling me, and I and I've got, I got one of these emails again just the other day, and I'm thinking, my God, how does this thing continue to have a half-life at all? And it was one of those things, you know, I am a prince uh, from Nigeria, mm-hmm. and I have a vast fortune, and I want to give it away to somebody and I would like you, you know, so all you have to do is send me some money and then we'll get a check processed and it'll be out to you within days. It, it varies in its particular setup. Right. But, a, but there are these scams where people uh, callously, cynically are trying to extract money from people they've never even met. And, and they make doing very, the internet. they make very good money. Make no doubt about it. These are not people who are trying to scrape by for a living or trying to just feed their family. These are very well organized crime rings, and they're not just um, specific to Nigeria. There's no, know, a lot of these scammers out there. But you're right; most of them ha- originated from Nigerian scams, which is why we always joke about it. And they can come in the form of um, an email. Uh, most of the time, it is an email, and it's either um, somebody who is dying and would like to have you help them distribute their wealth to charities. Here's another good one that uh, I'm uh, I'm in Europe right now, and, and often it will be the name of someone that you know. I don't know how this is accomplished. Uh, I'm in Europe right now, and and I've lost my credit card, and I just need a, a, enough money that I can, you know, get. Uh, 
plane fare or mm -hmm. cab fare, whatever it is, mm -hmm. can you send this, can you wire this to me right away? Mm -hmm. uh, and if it is somebody you know, but even if you just tangentially know them, it would be easy to fall for it. Mm -hmm. But that's one I see a lot. The other one is all the dating, uh, online dating scams. And a lot of these come in the form of Nigerian or Russian scams where um, let's say you get to know somebody online and she says, I can't wait to come meet you. You're going to have to fly me out. Can you wire me the funds? So on and so forth. Most of these scammers want the form of payment in a Western Union um, wire transfer. That is their preferred method of payment. Um, anyway... So everybody knows about these scams. Sorry, I'm trying to move my no, no. dog out of here. No, I know. Get out of here. Everybody knows about right. these scams. Everybody has received... I'm going to cut the rest of your tail off if you don't get out of here. <laughs> everybody has received Buddy. an email uh, like this. You would be surprised how many people still get taken in by the by these scams. This is a $1.5 billion industry. There are currently 420 current scams going on, meaning the types that you and I just talked about, those three... There's 420 of those mm. different uh, going on. Wasn't it P.T. So Barnum who said a sucker is born every moment, yeah. every minute or whatever? But that doesn't It's mean, always been true. It has been true, but it doesn't mean that they should be victimized. No, of course and not. And it's, it's, it's really interesting. I found uh, a site. I didn't find it. Our friend Dave Tavers had sent me an email that said, I know oh, that you. scammer. I know you lo love these things. You've got to read this. So there's a... A site called 419eaters.com, 419eaters.com, and this is a website dedicated to people who are called scam baiters. Scam baiters are the people who waste the scammers' time, making them think they've actually found a mark, and they take them uh -huh. on these very elaborate setups and get them to do things that are actually very funny, in my opinion, but never, ever part with a scent. They're... Hang on a second. Okay. What is with you dogs? They're hungry. You just they, said you were putting them on a diet. Okay, I'm going to take is, them wait, out of the wait, room. Wait, wait, but wait a second before you Hang go. And don't this say is what, it. This is no. I'm going to say it. Don't say it. Why not? Because then my wife might be listening. Oh, okay. Then she'll I be mad at me. Well, whose side am I on? I don't. Okay, what I did was my wife, my lovely wife Patty, brought in a, a plate of cookies for you and I to enjoy. Right. And my dogs looked really hungry, and so I gave them each a cookie, which isn't bad. But tell me the rest of the story. Why did he look hungry? Because he's on a diet? Uh, yeah. yeah. And you, so you just gave him a cookie. Now yeah. tell me what you told me about why you gave it to him. Because I love him. <laughs> okay, are you going to take him out? Yes. All right. Uh, hang on. Well, so you can continue explaining this because but I you, want to explain it you to know you. more. Okay, I'm going to listen. But the door is, as you know, 20 feet away. All right, so. go. And I'll, I'll fill okay. in the listeners keep, keep on really what this okay. is about. Here we so. go. Come on, you guys. Um, on, the reason on. it's called 419eaters.com uh, is because the, the fraud number for the Nigerian advanced fee uh, scam is actually, the code for it is a 419. So if these people get busted, okay. it's called a 419. What, so does that so, make sense? Yeah, it does. So yeah. Okay, so I just wanted to give you some background on that. Uh, so that's the penal code. Would you like a cookie, Lisa? Okay, never mind. Go ahead. I'm on a diet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know I look hungry for a reason. Uh, so anyway, so I went to this website the other night, and it, 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 it will take a long time to follow one email thread from beginning to end. It is one of the most entertaining things I have done in a very long time. These scam baiters are very good at what they do. So they don't really help uh, 
Authorities they catch people, they but they just want to give them a they, bad they time. They do to a certain extent. That's not their role, though. They did not start this to do this. They're, they started it just to F with people who were effing with other gotcha. people. Gotcha. And they also, uh, they also make the very strong case that, look, you know what? While we're making these guys jump through hoops to try to get us to send the money, we're keeping them from actually targeting people who will give them money so they're 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 eating up their time they're making them do these outrageous things with no intention of ever giving them money of course i've i have to say i have done this on a very limited scale where i've actually engaged with somebody that said oh my gosh i would so love to do this and so and and then i kind of got bored i didn't realize it was a scale of this magnitude that they hmm. will go to now wouldn't you think that a scammer by very the very nature of being a, a scammer would be um, inured to this sort, of, and would be alert to it, and realize, oh wait a minute, they're just they're just running, give me the runaround. I I I'd see what they're doing, and I'm gone. Well, I think you the argument could be made that if there's any possibility that this could be a mark that could be giving you money, you you stay with it. So I I'm not really sure. You'd have to read these email threads. They post the best stories on this website, and they're fascinating. The one that I was following last night that I thought was great started out. Uh, with a guy who was dying, uh, he sent the he's the scammer sent the target the I am dying email. I have millions of dollars. I would like you to help me distribute it to charity because I don't trust my family and friends with my money. I trust you, a complete. Stranger I trust you, instead. a complete stranger. So if you will just fork over a couple of thousand for my barrister fees, my lawyer will get this all set up. I will reimburse you. Blah blah blah. Okay. The scam baiter replied in a, just a, I thought of just a hilarious way, not intentionally funny, but he said, you know, I am uh, the owner of an art gallery and I'm extremely busy and don't have a lot of time because we're judging some upcoming scholarships for art submissions and blah, blah, blah. So I apologize. I cannot take you up on your offer at this time. However, he says at the end of the meal, email, if you do know somebody who is an artist, Please pass along my information because we are giving away scholarships that range anywhere from $25,000 to $100,000 for promising artwork. Ah. All of a sudden, the dying guy gets better <laughs> in the next email. So he says, well, I, I, I actually, I do know somebody. So the scam baiter, who really doesn't own an art gallery, has really gone to a lot of trouble to set up. You have to set up things like um, emails. You don't ever want the scammer to know your real identity. These you, guys, these guys can get pissed off, and they're gangsters. Would they go to? Could you go to the extent of putting up a fake website too? Yes, they oh, will yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can go over the entire thing uh, in detail, but let me just say that he took this guy. He so he said. Uh, it's very legitimate when you read the email. So the scammers thinking, oh, all right, I'm onto something here. So he decided to have sorry, the guy. I'm sorry, Lisa. Somebody let the dogs back in. Again. Oh yeah, you know Hang what? On. It was your wife. I know. She's come here, come bringing here. me some Mr. liquor. Come on. Get, get out of here. <laughs> oh, she's bringing you liquor oh, too. <laughs> that's good. Thanks, hon. Thank hey, you. Can you take these two? Uh, yeah characters out of here go on buddy go, go go and they're full so you don't have to feed them anything just thought i'd let you know that thanks Lisa. sorry pat nothing nothing they each got one you're in, you're in trouble <laughs> you're in trouble my wife said uh, they're not good cookies they were She's no criticizing they, her own they were good cookies i liked yeah, them I they, the dogs liked them <laughs> good enough for a dog you're in trouble thanks to you <laughs> all right 
All right, so let me just let me just summarize this because you're. So, now, by the way, this thing, the drink that she just handed is you, is there any booze in this? You think it's got booze in it? It's not. It's healthful. It's carrot juice. Well, just because it's carrot juice doesn't mean it can't have booze in it. I, I don't. Does it lose its health properties if you add alcohol? Well, I, I It's still going to be carrot juice, right? Yeah. Okay. There's maybe a little uh, potato extract in it too, yeah. like vodka. See? Yeah, maybe. All right, so let me get back to this guy because I, right. I thought this was brilliant. And and again, your question of don't the scammers catch on? Well, it just depends on how you handle them. Things have to look legitimate. Websites, you know, and, and forged documents and all these things. And when I say forged documents, I don't mean for the purpose of defrauding somebody out of money. They're just creating in Photoshop, you know, bills of laden and, and, and receipts for shipment and all this stuff that aren't real. So he goes, he tells the guy, all right, here's what we need for the art contest. And he sends him a picture of his own head with somebody else's name. And he goes, you'll need to carve this out of wood. That's what, and it's got to be within these specifications. And it's got to be this height and whatever. So time so goes on. like those old matchbook things. Time that... goes on and on and on. The guy sends him a picture. And he has indeed, now don't think it's the scammer that carved it. He probably hired some artist to do it for what, a hundred bucks or something. Because this guy thinks he's getting 20000 to $100,000. So he sends him a picture of the he art? Sends him a picture. Okay, he hasn't sent him the art. Nope. The okay. guy, the, the, uh, the scam baiter says, that looks great. Now just make sure you ship it in this box to this address, which is a P.O. box. So it's not the guy's, his actual address. Uh, my art secretary will take receipt of it. So he kind of leaves the guy hanging for a really long time. And just, we haven't seen it yet. And he just drags it on and, and makes the scammer's life kind of miserable. Finally, he gets, <clears throat> he gets it and he sends an email back to the scammer and says, I, I have some questions for you here. Uh, I got to ask you, how long did you, uh, where did you package this uh, art? Uh, was it ever left alone and did you store it anywhere before you mailed it? Not telling him what's wrong. And the scammer's like, well, this is what I did and this is what I did and this is what I did. The scam baiter had apparently photoshopped a, sh um, a photo of a, a rat coming out of the uh, skull of the head. It had been gnawed through. He showed a box that had been eaten through. And he says, I, I don't know what to tell you. We can't, uh, we can't take damaged artwork. And it, All right. So you, you see what's happening here. He's yeah. just having a field day with this guy who supposedly was dying. Okay. Who's now turned into an artist. He said, I, so they turned into... <laughs> Uh, it turned into a big argument about the guy saying, well, I want my money and I, you've got a Western Union. It's, I just, you know, it's company policy and we really can't do that. But I have another idea of how you might be able to make your money back because I, I promise you I want to pay you. I definitely want to pay you. And he said, uh, we have a part ownership in a, a television station. So if you can get a couple of actors together to just read a few lines, they don't have to be, you know, professional actors. Send us the video. We'll pay you talent fees. We're going to pay. So he's gone from now. The guy totally buys into it. And every time the scam baiter's thinking, there's no way this guy is going to fall for this and do it. But he took him on such a careful journey that mm -hmm. the guy was like, I got to stay with this hook. I got to stay with the mark. Yeah. And... There is actually uh, a YouTube video out of the two actors that were hired to do this dead parrot scene out of a Monty Python movie. The scam baiter got the scammer to hire two actors to create a video of the dead parrot scene and send it in. Then, this is where it gets interesting, he doesn't get his money again. The scammer does not get his money. And 
the scambader decides this is a good time for me to put up a notice on the website that the UK authorities have shut down this website because of the fact that this guy is. So basically the scambader is putting a message out that says he is a thief. So now the scammer is just furious because now this guy turns out to be faking him out. So the scambader continues on as the police, as an attorney. Oh, and he, God, that's great. It's awesome. And he just has drawn this out. Do you want to know how long this whole thing has gone? For the last eight months, he has been stringing this guy along. Wow. And I have no idea how much money the scammer has paid to people for acting and videotaping and the sculpting and all that. I don't feel one bit sorry. There is a point in the, in the emails where I kind of felt like, God, I feel kind of bad for the scammer. Well, here's he, my question. He's doing everything the guy's asking him to do. This is... Uh, but he's a thief. Something that you know about. It's a public, uh, publicly available, this whole this whole story that you've just told yeah, us. Yes, on uh, 419eaters.com. If, if, a, if a scammer had any sense of uh, perspective uh, about this or any suspicion, don't you think he could... He could do a little research and, yep. f- and find out, oh, my God, that's me. That guy's been, oh, I see what's going on here. Well, and, and you're probably right. Remember, though, that there are a lot of these different gangs out there. There are, the website does say that, you know, just be careful of what you're doing, first of all. They don't they don't um, advocate any illegal actions. Um, and he said there are some scammers that, you know, have you have to log into this website, first of all. But you say there aren't no illegal actions <sighs> Where is that line? I mean, if this guy, the the good guy, let's call him in sure. this case, is having him send artwork and do all of sure. this stuff. Right, uh, I, I know that, that's sort I wanted of to speak, gray, isn't it? I wanted to speak to the ethics issue, ethical issue about yeah. this, and how you felt about it. To me, this just makes I am I am so happy about this. Yeah, I'm with you, but I, I just am so say, happy about this. So but, the ethics is because these guys are thieves; they make billions of dollars off of people who are victims. And in my mind, so what? They have got guys doing stuff. I mean, I love this. And there's, they have a hall. They have a trophy room of pictures that they have managed to get from their scammer, saying, "You know, I just." And I followed one of the dating, uh, the dating ones, which are are just priceless. You know, where you know Sheila from Russia. You know. But me to love you, to come see you. But I need the money. When can you send it? Please, Western Union. And the guy's saying, now, honey, come on. I told you I don't trust Western Union. Scammers use that. I've got a bank account. I'm going to make sure the money goes to you through the bank account. I just don't trust those other things. Like, he's really trusting her. I, it just, it's fascinating to me. And, I, you know, ethics, they're thieves. That kind of, you kind of throw, you, sorry, there's no more rules, right? I, How do I you guess. feel about it? I don't care about it. I really don't. I mean, I, I like the idea that these guys are... It, what, what's interesting to me is that the scammers, uh, they uh, they demonstrate that every one of us is sort of the same. We're all uh, able to fall for things. Even a scammer who you think would be on top of, of, of this stuff, because they're the perpetrators, principally, they're just as gullible and susceptible as the rest of us. Sure, which absolutely. Which is kind of interesting. <clears throat> yeah, they're getting scammed back, and um, I, I I don't know. They, I just think it's kind of a neat kind of online vigilanteism that, uh, I, yeah, I, I've it's often hard to feel felt, sorry for those I've, the I've often felt really, you know, helpless about 
this should be, you can't do this. You can't just send out emails pretending. I just think it's, it's just the lowest of low to say that you're something that you're not. I don't know why I have a problem with that. A huge, this huge a problem as I do. It's just so blatantly un dishonest. It's so blatantly dishonest. And this, I love, I just love them getting a piece of the taste of their own medicine. Yeah. Well, especially if it results uh, in the ultimate uh, for somebody getting, uh, you know, arrested and shut down. And that, that would be a, that, that would, would be, be the great. best ending Even of though, all. even if they don't, their time and efforts are being taken up in a way that they cannot victimize somebody else, which I love. Speaking of money, as we often do. Uh, I'm, I guess I'm speaking about chump change, specifically change. The uh, there is uh, much discussion about the value of our penny uh, in the in American coinage, and the value of the penny has been dropping for decades now. And in 1913, the penny coin had almost 25 times the purchasing power that it does today according yeah. to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. And I can remember that you could buy stuff with a penny I when I was gonna, a kid. I was just going to ask you, can you buy anything for I, a penny? Can you think of anything? You, the only they, thing there's you, things called penny candy, but uh, I, I don't no, know. Those aren't a penny. The only thing you can buy for a penny would be if you were buying something else and they said, and you can get a second one for a penny. I remember Which isn't this, really... Yeah. Doesn't really count. Well, I remember this cheapskate guy ran a little grocery store called Kenwood Grocery in my hometown. Just an old skin flint, just a reprehensible old crotchety fart that hated wow. kids. He just hated kids. And as soon as we'd come into his store, uh, you know, he'd start rolling he like his a eyes. a character out of a Frank Capra movie. Yeah, and he'd, he'd, just, he'd just watch us like hawks because he, <laughs> he assumed every kid was going to steal stuff from him. And uh, so you didn't have a lot of money when you're a kid and and so but you have maybe a penny or two in your pocket or 10 cents and i would uh, so you could buy a piece of bubble gum for a penny yeah you know, I, the, I do the remember that gums within it had the little mm-hmm. comics inside and stuff so this old buzzard he that's not good enough for him you can't walk into his store and just buy one a one you cent. couldn't no he what here's what he did there was a he, minimum buy kind of because he would take wow. five of the gums and he'd scotch tape them so that it became one unit okay so you had to buy at least you had to spend at he least making more money doing it he's that not way. making more money he's just he just thought it's being big pain in my butt to oh i see he was saving time open my cash register and all putting a penny in there i'm gonna at least get five cents out of this transaction well, from let me these ask little you jerks. this and i understand and i'm not i'm not not on your side but would you only just ever buy one wouldn't you yes. use up the five yeah i would i could buy just one maybe i only had a penny no i meant wouldn't you eventually eat the five so it's not like you would say, I only want one in my lifetime. I refuse to buy five. It's more than I need. Yeah, I maybe. But, you know, maybe I didn't want five. Maybe I, and like I said, maybe I didn't have a nickel. Maybe yeah. I only had two well, cents. I want should... to buy two pieces of gum. Yeah. I can't buy two because I have to buy them in fives. Yeah, well, you crotchety old geezer. You have to go in I, on it Maybe I would. Maybe I will steal from you because you're such Ooh. a jerk. <laughs> you didn't steal from no, me. No, I've never you? stolen shoplifted anything right. but but uh, i did i told you about the time i shoplifted candy but that's for another time in yeah. my underpants i stole you, you stole in your underpants i put the candy in my underpants i told you this story is it no, i'll I've, tell you later well no, i'll t- tell you later 
You've never stolen anything as a kid. I don't think so. Huh. I don't. I don't remember. I. I did, but I, boy, I, I learned real quick. I had no. my lesson. Learned. Well, remember, I'm, I'm <clears throat> the Catholic school boy. I just. I, yeah. I, well, I, some of those I'd are be the heading, worst. Heading to hell. You know, you're right about that. Uh-huh. I'd say some of the biggest hoodlums in town yeah. went to my school. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You so, couldn't always trust the preacher's boy. No, that's true. It's a good point. That's I a know, good point. I know that. So, so back to the penny. Now, uh, again, back in 1913, uh, think of this for a moment. The penny had 25 times the purchasing power that it does today. Yeah, so, wow. In other words, a penny was worth a quarter right. back then. And then, and then about the year 2006... Uh, that was the first year that it took more than a penny to make a penny. When, it, wait, when was that? 2009? 2006. Oh, 2006. Yeah, so about seven so years ago. So we were ago. breaking even for a very long time. That's not a bad deal. Or making money, I guess. But the mint was breaking even on the manufacturing of the penny, right? Exactly. They, okay. This is what they call, this is a word I'd never had heard before, but there's a word called signorage which is a word that means the difference between the value of currency and its production cost. So in 1990, it cost about 0.6 cents to make each penny, which meant that our country earned 0.4 cent uh, on each uh, okay. in, in signorage. So that, that was a profit. But now uh, we're losing money, and that's partly due to higher metal costs. They don't make pennies out of copper anymore. It's not the primary metal anyway, but they're using zinc. But now zinc prices have been going up, too, and so it negates the earlier cost savings, and now we're losing money on on pennies, and that's one reason uh, the U.S. government is thinking about, you know what, maybe we just won't have pennies anymore. Well, and you're not only losing money, it sounds like, on the materials and the labor, but there are so many other jobs that go into making pennies. You've got to hire people to count them. You've got to hire people to keep all sorts of data about them, right? So Yeah, and I've read about a company that's this big zinc plant in Tennessee oh, that they're they're yeah. making them there. They manufacture and train and they have employees and... And, uh, Wait, they're not making them at the Mint in Denver and they Philadelphia? Don't make them and... No, no, no. Huh. They, I didn't well, know they were well, off-site. Well, this no, this, off-site. this is what they do. This is where the zinc is made. And they, oh, I thought you said the pennies are being made they, okay, make the, they, they cut them out into those little right. you know, circles, the little and then they send them off to be the little blank. minted. Yeah. So I read somewhere, and I don't know if this is right, that we are now um, almost two, uh, $20 million uh, in losses for making pennies. That could be. 19.8 million in 2009. Oh wait, I'm sorry. I take that back. 60 million dollars. How is this even continuing? Don't we have a deficit? Couldn't this maybe Well, there's Couldn't somebody go wait a minute? Well, they say a lot of countries have stopped issuing coin uh, penny coins. Canada uh, our neighbor, you know those ones that live right up there. They have those that funny money. They're gonna do. They they ended it uh, first part of this month, uh, first part of February. No pet pennies, you mean? Right. Yeah. And so, uh, <clears throat> in some ways, uh, the U.S. is gonna sit back and say, "Well, let's see what happens. Let's see how it works. That experiment works up there." In Alaska, and then we'll okay. we'll maybe follow suit, or maybe not, and depending not, on how it turns out. And off. it's not that you can't actually still create bills and payments in pennies and percentages, because you can do you know um, money transactions don't necessarily have to be done in currency. 
right? So you right. still could get a bill for $19.81 on yeah, your... And that's part of the reason the penny is perhaps becoming obsolete is because we do many of our transactions with with cards right. anyway. Sure. Yeah. But if we're, if we're losing $60 million a year making the penny, why do we have to wait around to make this decision? I'm glad Obama's going, yeah, you know what? Duh. Well, some, pe- what he's some people are wondering what would happen to prices without the penny that would force consumers to round up to the nearest nickel. No, it all won't the time. have to. That's my point. We don't pay. I don't pay in pennies. I don't keep pennies in my wallet, but I still pay when the grocery bill comes to eighty. When the liquor store bill comes to eighty dollars and sixty-one cents, I am swiping my card. I am not digging a penny out of my purse to pay this. Well, you might. Why would that change? No, I wouldn't. Why wouldn't you? What are you talking about? Why wouldn't you? It's an electronic transaction. Well, if you're always if you're always paying with that and never use cash, then I get that. But but don't you keep any cash on you? Well, I keep cash on me, but I'm not. I mean, I typically don't pay for stuff in cash. What about stuff you buy at these stores and you say you take a penny, leave a penny, sort of deal? That thing and that little well, tray they Well, I'm going to start. I'm going to start taking them now because they're going to be collectible. Because they've done analysis uh, and find that prices tend to be rounded up because many of these prices and like it's four ninety nine or right. something like that. So this move, if they make it, would impose a rounding tax, they call it, on consumers that could total as much as $1.5 billion over a five-year period. And then some people dispute those conclusions. But the point uh, of it is that uh, uh, it's still out there. And I wonder if there will be a hoarding of pennies. And then when will they be... Absolutely. Um, not legal currency anymore. That wouldn't Fairly, happen immediately. They'll be very collectible. Yeah. And there are some certain pennies that are collectible uh, right now. Um, but yeah, imagine. I'm going to start. I, I will. Wouldn't you hoard them? I, don't, I guess. I don't know. As an investment here's the of other, some sort. Here's the other problem, that uh, we're also losing money on the nickel. It costs like a dime to make a nickel. Uh, if you can believe that. So mm-hmm. that if that would replace the penny, that still isn't going to work uh, in as far as, as losing money is concerned. I just don't know. I mean, I, and I'm. do we need currency? Do we have to have it? Well. I uh, mean, I pe- guess the tooth fairy might need it. You still got to deal with that. When I went downtown the other day to pay for parking and they, at the, one of those machines and then right. I found I didn't have my credit card. It would accept coins, so I was able to pay for parking there. <clears throat> right, but that's an extreme example of you just forgot your card. Well, right, you, but I would also have been up S Creek your, without it. If no, because I needed to park. If you forgot your pants and your wallet, you so still I, should I just go ahead and matter. park and get the parking ticket? No, well, I didn't have I'm a choice. Saying. That's what I'm saying. You, if if you didn't have any coins in your car, what would you have done? Just draw, driven back home. I, I would have. I don't know what I would have done. It right. would have been terribly inconvenient. I'm miles from home. It, you know, what do you do if you don't have your card and you can't get cash? You, you're... And if you don't have the coins either, it's still not going to help you. So my, I just, I'm wondering how often do we use currency and cash? I very rare, rarely use it. When I travel and I tip the baggage guy when I'm going on the shuttle bus. Oh, that's very nice of you. What, in pennies? I tip him a couple of bucks in cash. That, honestly, I'm just being honest, is the only time I can think of when I use cash. Well, it's because of non-cash transactions like yours that uh, that's the reason the penny penny is is going away. It's my fault. No, there's no love for the penny.
for listening to Peculiar Podcast. Hey, goodbyes. <laughs> Join Pat and Lisa online at PeculiarPodcast.com. The gift that keeps on giving the whole year. And on the Peculiar Podcast Facebook fan page. Sweet. On Twitter at Peculiar Podcast, at Mr. Pat Cashman, and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration. Oh.